Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio in the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. Today is Friday, January 6th. I got a special guest here today with me, friend, colleague, TikTok sensation, oh, hush. TV star, and 17-year NBA vet Richard Jefferson. Rich, thanks for joining. I know you got a busy schedule, so well, thanks my, for taking a little time. Everybody, let me just like set set the stage. Um, we were supposed <laughs> to be on about 20 minutes ago, and uh, I decided I was like, "Oh, my my charge my laptop's not charged because that's the only thing I've ever used a laptop for is for <laughs> zooms, and then it closes back up. It closes back up. I, I don't do Word. I don't do Excel. I've never like written an actual email that's not on my phone. So I apologize to the to the crew. Love you guys. Let's get started. You, I, I called you a, a TV star, but you should know that the best content is normally at the top of the show. And so, <laughs> thanks, thanks for kicking off kicking off our show with that content. I got you. Um, in all sincerity, yesterday the first uh, fan returns of the voting for the NBA All Star came out, and it up at top a lot of the play. You played against a lot of players. You have been teammates of a lot of players, uh, but no surprise. LeBron James was the top vote getter for the West. Kevin Durant in the East, uh, the top guard in the West. Steph Curry, top guard in the East. Kyrie Irving. I want to start with LeBron James. Um, A lot to look into with him. He is just under 500 points um, from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time scoring record. When you think about LeBron this season, uh, it's now his 20th season, 38 years old, where the Lakers sit right now, put in context 
your view of where things sit for LeBron? Well, I, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that Braun went to LA to like, mm-hmm. like go out to greener pastures and just like to kind of like ease into retirement and to, the, oh, he won a championship. It's like, we've watched LeBron now for over 20 years. And one of the things that we watched is how competitive he is and consistently is like greatness is he's one of those people that are, I, I truly believe are cursed with greatness. Like that's all he wants. Right. It, it's it, that's what he's obsessed about. And so to see this season kind of go, you understand one season, you understand one season, like, hey, injuries, this and that. But I think to see the, the, you know, we've talked about the lack of shooting, the lack of roster construction, but it was just like, basically last year was a wash. This year, they've kind of gone into it. Uh, The Laker organization is like, hey, we're going to wait and see. Well, LeBron James is not on on a wait and see kind of timetable. And he's showing that. He is showing that hey, I'm going to go out here and go 30 every single night. No AD, I got you. LeBron, set, fire, get! Of course he gets it! LeBron James! I'm going to do the best I can. And so watching Bron, there's a level of respect that I have that even when on one of probably the worst constructed teams that he's been on, he's still going out there and being great. Like, not not good, not strong, not consistent. He's going out there being great. LeBron James with it. LeBron James attacking the basket. He goes all the way. Score! And one! He went up against three Hawks and knocked it down! Uh, it's a compliment to him, and it, it just, it's just tough to watch this the the construction of this team really dictate him. People be like, oh, well, Bron's done. It's like, no, Bron just doesn't have the caliber of players that he's normally had on his team for the last like 15 years yeah and it's been extraordinary to watch the different iterations of teams he's been on his level of greatness um you mentioned what he's doing this season 29 points seven and a half rebounds seven and a half assists and numbers are there as i mentioned he's probably i mean if, if you go by those averages 15 16 17 games away from passing uh passing kareem how do you view LeBron's at this point there's still more to more to play but the, his legacy and his place in NBA history well look he's been the most dominant player of this era his stats will be the greatest that the NBA has ever seen I think the one critique that you might have of him if we're just going to take out what your personal feelings are about him uh I think would be the critique would be like did he win enough championship to be considered the greatest of all time And, you know, my favorite thing is that as the league has grown, as the league has expanded, as the game has expanded, I think dominance is very, very similar. When you look at Bill Russell's 11, when you look at Kareem, well, I think Kareem has six championships, Magic's five championships, Jordan's six, and then Kobe had five, Braun, Steph have four. Like, to me, that, that, you know, it could go either way with 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 the winning that these guys have done. So w- when I look at like where he stands, it's you can make an argument for one, two, three, four, whatever, whatever your favorite player are. Some people have Kobe as, as their favorite player. Uh, I will say this, you know, just so it's not lost. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest basketball player Ours had the greatest basketball career. Didn't lose a game in high school. Three national championships. All-time leading scorer. You know, he's got all the things. I know Bron didn't go to college. But I think 
if you look at current day modern basketball in the last, let's say, from the 90s on, I don't think we've seen a player be as great for as long as we've seen LeBron James. And so however you want to, however people would like to to put that into their GOAT conversation, um, you know, that's up to them. Real real quick, because I want to get to Kevin, obviously, I want to get to Steph. Um, what was LeBron like as a teammate during the finals and during a post? Not just, I, I understand a teammate in the regular season, but you guys won a championship together. How would you describe what he was like as a teammate during that stretch? It's over! It's over! Cleveland is a city of champions once again! The Cavaliers are NBA champions! Now, there's, there's, I have never seen in my 17 years, and I stand by this, playing with Jason Kidd, Vince Carter, um, Jokic I played with, uh, Tim Duncan, Tony, all the guys at Dirt. I have never seen a single player take on more responsibility, right? Never. As far as I'm going to score 25, I'm going to get 10 assists, I'm going to rebound. He's not the same defender he once was, right? Because obviously he's damn near 40, but I've never seen a player take on more mental, emotional responsibility. I know there was that clip of him a few years ago. I think they were playing against Boston. Like, what happened there in that third quarter when they went on the run? And then he just dialed. He's like, well, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, and then they did this, blah, blah, blah. And it was like everyone was like, this dude just reiterated back or or, or just kind of went back and gave us the last, like, eight plays of the third quarter that was an hour and a half ago. What happened? Um, we ran him the first possession. We ran him down all the way to two on the shot clock. Marcus Morris missed a jump shot. Followed it up. He got it. They got a dunk. Uh, we came back down. We ran a set for Jordan Crawford. I mean Jordan Clarkson, and he came off and missed it. They rebounded it, um, and we came back on the defensive end and we got a stop. They took it out on the sideline. Jason Tatum took the ball out, threw it to Marcus Smart in the short corner. He made a three. We come back down, missed another shot. And then um, Tatum came down and went 94 feet, did a roll step, and made a right-hand layup timeout. (laughs) There you go. And it's like, no, no, no. His basketball IQ is on some prodigy level, right? We all are a little arrogant. We all stick out our chest about – and so as a leader – you have full, like, you give up the reins. You're like, bro, just tell me what you need me to do. He's like, Richard, I need to make sure you're doing this, this, and this. And I'm like, boom, got you. Because it's been clear and concise. Um, he is a very, like, he's an emotional leader. You know, he wears his emotions on the sleeve. But there's not many people that I've ever seen give the amount that he has give on a personal level, on a physical level, emotional and mental level to the game of basketball. And that's, I didn't play with Kobe. I didn't play with MJ. I can't compare those guys, but I've never seen anything like it. Beautiful, beautiful. It's been a gift uh, to be able to watch him and still watch him. A player that you've spent a lot of time playing against, Kevin Durant, one of the greats this season. I mean, we get to sit next to each other up close watching him just do masterful things. Um, First off, what was he like to guard? (laughs) I'll I'll never forget. And even I did an interview many, many, probably three or four years ago. Uh, 
he walked me and Jay Kidd were kind of sitting there, and I think it was KD's rookie year, and he says he remembers this. Uh, he walked in, and I'm six seven. You know, he walked into the court, and I looked up, and I go, <laughs> "Oh, this is going to be a problem, right?" Because he was like, even then, we had, like, I was twenty. I want to say I was like maybe twenty four, twenty five when he came into the league. Never seen anything like it. His skill set is just so unique. He's so special. Um, he, and what I like about superstars in the league, they're all so different. They all embody the same, the same like really terrible space where it's like their talent and their gift is a blessing but like the responsibility that comes with that and the attention and the pressure and the media scrutiny and all that stuff that part's a curse but Kevin Durant he has been just like LeBron James just every single year delivering his scoring he's efficient there's no way to guard him and we talk we've talked about it probably for the last like 10 12 years but he just feels like he's getting better. His knowledge of the game. He's still such a defensive force. Um, I, I just looking at the longevity of his prime. And sometimes that gets that gets kind of drowned out because we're looking at LeBron. Uh, and, and, you know, they've been paired so many times. But Kevin Durant, I don't know if, if we're going to see a player like him. And I've been really enjoying watching his growth and maturity. And I love even through all the chaos, because that's what great players can do. Great players can calm the chaos. Can he get 50? Yes, he can! 51 for Kevin Durant. Killer. Once they got their team back, once they started getting healthy, the Nets just went on a run. And everyone's like, why aren't they talking about it? It's like, well, damn, this is what they should be doing. They've got all the shooting. They've got all the talent. And, and you know, the coaching change. I don't think, you know, people talk about Boston and, and Jason Tatum and, and the, the, the what they've done with their coaching change in the middle of the season. And they want to give them credit and how did. Well, what, what Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving, what the Nets have done in the middle of a coaching change and then get going. It, it's it's been special to watch, and so sometimes leaders leaders aren't always vocal. They do it by their approach, and he is definitely an an approach leader that you just have to respect. Yeah, and and, and you mentioned it. I mean, it, it's wild to think he's coming off that Achilles tear from 2019, um, and at age 34, 15th year. The not only the numbers he's putting up this season, but the efficiency of which he's doing it. The Nets had a 12-game win streak just snapped uh, in their loss to Chicago. But when you, I mean, you played for the Nets. You spent how many? Seven years with the New Jersey Nets. Something along those lines. Number 13th pick in the draft. Um, but to think about potentially this group and, and you said it, if the pieces are healthy and together they have the potential to, to make a, a run to the finals um what would that do for Kevin Durant and in just that group this group considering the way things began this season well I wouldn't even you know you'd probably go back a few years you know a few years this this stretch of Nets basketball so what would it mean for them for this stretch that him and Kyrie have embarked on you know going to Brooklyn starting you know the, the, this momentum of trying to win a championship look you're for nothing's like your first championship nothing's like your first but I will go and say that whatever championship Kevin Durant wins if he is the finals MVP if you know what that would be the most important one of his career, in my humble opinion. And it's not to demean the other two, but Steph won three championships. And this is the the one that they won this year is the one that everyone points to. And even Steph was like, what will they say now? 
right? What are they going to say now? Because he's like, oh, well, you had Kevin Durant and, oh, you know, you guys won that one early. And it, but the fact that he's persevered, he is stuck with it and won that championship. I think for Kevin Durant, very similar to the LeBron in Cleveland. Like he went to Miami and everyone's like, yeah, you guys won some championships in Miami. But when he won that one in Cleveland, it was like, okay, right? You know what? We got nothing else to say. I think if Kevin Durant is able to win a championship in Brooklyn uh, or in the next few years, I think that's the one you're going to point to. You're going to be like, okay, that's the one that was a little bit different that we can like compare to other greats that you grinded, you went through all the things, and you were able to win a championship probably the most difficult way. And we already know he's a top 10 player, top 12 player, whatever you want all time. But you know that next championship would be the one that would, I think – boost him up the most we're taking a quick break coming up we're going to talk about the most recent recent finals mvp richard richard's got us rolling talking about stuff let's go did you ever play the over under game with your friends you know think i could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds i know i did if you have then you're going to love pick six the new fantasy game from DraftKings an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by 2016 NBA champion. I said it earlier, TikTok sensation. I feel like th- that's about to that's about to be your calling card. I'm not on TikTok, but Richard not Jefferson. Yet. Oh, uh, Steph Curry. Yes. I want to talk about Steph because game changer, fascinating career. Uh, right now in his 14th year. And I almost, I almost slightly forgot you were. I, I was thinking about asking you playing against him. Obviously, you and the Cleveland Cavaliers, your teammates LeBron James, you know, a couple, those guys, those guys. Kyrie Irving, a couple of those guys helping along with that in 2016. Uh, but you were a teammate of Steph's mm-hmm. in what his like third and fourth year in yeah, the league the year, at Golden the, State. The year he first broke the the three point record, the year he broke the single season record, that was uh, my year with them. That was the year went to the playoffs, lost in the second round. But that's when Mark Jackson said they were the greatest shooting backcourt of all time. And literally, because the world hadn't really seen it, and everyone was like, "Oh, you know," but there's this. and it was like anybody that was on that 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 team, the Warriors team. Like I sat back with at that year at time, I was like year twelve, and I was like. I've never seen two shooters do what these two can do. Like, and it, again, it continued to evolve because I was there. I, my first year was Clay's rookie year. And then the next year they brought in Harrison Barnes, Draymond, Kent Bazemore. So you could see them building and Steph signed his extension and he broke that three point record. And Steph is amazing. Like, like everything that you guys see, like Steph is one of those just like, too nice to be like too nice to be true. Now people forget about his dark competitive side because he d- definitely has one. Like all the greats that I've ever seen, they have a darkness about their competitiveness because it's just, it just drives them and motivates them. But what he's able to do on a night in night out basis, even his efficiency from deep and range. Here's Curry for the record. It's good. There it is. Stephen Curry. We're so blessed to see so many players doing things that we have never seen before. And Steph falls in that category completely. You watch him early in his career, but in particular this season and last year, um, what surprised you most about the level that he was able to reach and obviously helping that Golden State team get back to another championship? The emotions just pouring out. It might be his fourth, but it means so much. And that'll do it. It's over. The Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place. They're on top of the NBA world. The fourth title in eight years. The Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. Well, I think the hardest thing to do is retool your game and and your ability based off of what your team needs. And great players can do that. Um, I know we talked about LeBron James winning a championship in Cleveland, in Miami, in L.A. Well, his teammates were very different. There was a there was a construct there, but the teammates were for so for Steph to win a championship in 15, 16 with a very unique group of guys were him and Clay and the team. Then they go to like a super team with Kevin Durant. And and now it's like Clay and him are in their peak and prime. Now they have some time to break away and their team's not very good. So they retool the team. Again, Clay is probably 80% of himself. They help, he helps develop Jordan Poole and the work. And so to see the evolution that Steph is able to do, uh, it's just, it, it's so special. It's like, 
you say like you put Steph on a team, you give him the right pieces, you can win a championship. That's what last year told me is that you can always build around Steph if Steph is at his peak and he still is. You mentioned peak. LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph. You could pick one at their ultimate peak. Who are you picking? Oh, I, this this is no disrespect, but it's LeBron James. Just because of his size, his passing ability, right? His passing ability is key uh, because he gives you 25 and he'll give you 10 assists. So that means like he's going to be responsible for, you know, 30, 40 percent of the scoring that's going to go on, um, if not more. Uh, but you know, that, that's not to, to take away from any of them, but I don't think we've ever seen a player in, like be able to do all the things at the level that he's been able to do. Um, so yeah, I, I'd have to ride with him with a problem. Richard Jefferson, uh, thank you for your time. Join us again on Monday when Sean Powell is with me to talk about all the big news of the weekend. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.